Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the hearts of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's guest is Dana Beal. She's a workplace culture expert, international speaker, coach, and author of The Extraordinary Workplace, Replacing Fear with Trust and Compassion. She has been the keynote speaker and workshop leader for over 300 businesses on her new model for enlightened leadership, creating harmony, teamwork, engagement, and extraordinary success. So welcome, Dana. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you, Stacy. It's great to be here. So let's talk about why the workplace needs healing. What is this culture like out there today? Well, unfortunately, the recent Gallup poll shows that 70% of employees in America are disengaged. And if you think about that, that means they're just present, not really participating at their full potential. And most likely, it means they're not happy. And in fact, that's what I've discovered that there is a lot of suffering and backbiting and gossip and pain underlying the the regular workplace. So that's a problem. And I was just going to ask you what the source of this disengagement would be. And so you mentioned backbiting. Uh, There's a competition going on there, seemingly cutthroat out there in the workplace. Exactly. It's an internal competition in an environment that you would really like to be cooperative But the real source uh, is the leadership. We can't blame the employees. They're a symptom of what's going on. And according to the Gallup poll, the number one problem creating this situation is what they call the boss from hell. And the boss from hell is really someone that's probably been promoted but doesn't have people skills or have the training to really deal with people and relationships. And what would be the difference between let's say, the boss from hell, and an enlightened leader? That is such a good question because uh, to really understand leadership, I think it sometimes helps to see what is not leadership. And what we currently see with the boss from hell or what I call the ego-driven leader is that they are rather rather than empowering other people, they're focused more on their own image. They're worrying how they're doing, and they have this um, unconscious desire or belief that they are superior to those that they lead, and nothing can be further from the truth. If you look at the truly enlightened leaders, the really great leaders that span the test of time, they have qualities like humility and integrity in contrast to the boss from hell or the ego-driven leader, which is often, often a cocky or arrogant behavior. Or sometimes it's just a quiet manner, but it could be a micromanager. And those kind of people, unknowingly, and I'm not saying they're bad, but because of their skills, they're actually depleting the energy of the people that they're leading, and therefore that affects the bottom line. Now, that's interesting. You said uh, someone that micromanages uh, depletes the energy of the people that they are micromanaging. Can you expand on that a little bit? I'd love to because most everybody's had a micromanager or possibly is a micromanager. And what a micromanager is trying to do is actually to have control 
keep an environment that they believe is safe. But when you're working for a micromanager, you start looking over your shoulder and you start fearing making independent decisions because you're trying to meet really high, detailed expectations of the person that you're reporting to. And you start losing confidence in your own ability. And rather than coming up with innovative and exciting and and great ways to accomplish the goals, the person being um, over-supervised with a micromanager starts to shut down which is the opposite thing we want. We really want employees to be empowered and engaged and excited and contributing from their full potential. So I I, I tell my audiences, consider, is it possible you're over-micromanaging the people that you supervise? And, Deanna, what would be, besides micromanaging, the biggest mistake that leaders or managers are making, and then how can they avoid doing that or change that behavior? The biggest mistake is that they're focusing on the people and trying to control and and um, guide or direct the people before they do their own inner work. A truly great leader has a self-reflective personality, takes the time to know and understand themselves, to know their own fears, to know their own weaknesses, so that they're not in a mode of always protecting their church, so that they're not... Um, worrying about somebody else taking their job. When you really come from authentic power and deep integrity, your focus then is to help the whole organization and help every individual work at their highest level so that everyone is contributing to the teamwork and the harmony and the success of the company. Dana, would you say that that is the main key to teamwork? I would, because in order for teamwork to occur, there has to be trust. And the trust has to start with a leader who actually instills trust and gives people an environment, a safe environment, where they can make mistakes, where they can excel. And when you feel that you're being trusted and you feel that you are being supported, even if you make a mistake, you will excel. You will do better than you would ever do under someone that's critical or holding the reins on you. Well, Dana, I want to thank you for joining us and giving us a lot to think about in terms of the workplace, the culture, and how to be more productive and work together as a team. And our listeners, they can all learn more about workplace culture uh, expert Dana Beal and her book, The Extraordinary Workplace, Replacing Fear with Trust and Compassion, on her website, which is danabeal.com. And we'll spell that for everybody. That's D A N N A. B-E-A-L, DanaBeal.com. And, of course, you can also find her on Facebook at Healing the Workplace Culture. So thanks again, Dana. Thank you. This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.